think people are so unhappy in their regular life that a place like Comic-Con is like a really good release for them to like get dressed, be who they want to be, go out and do whatever and not feel judged from, uh, you know, not feel judged and like made fun of, uh, nobody talked about anybody's weight or said anybody look ugly or played anybody in any sort of fashion. Like I didn't see one cruel th like comment or anything. Like I seen people drop things and people like going to help them, you know what I'm saying? And not like going to like swipe their shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was just cool. Like I'm glad I got to work uh, the Comic-Con, though, because I feel like it provided me with the experience. Have you ever done anything like that? Like Comic-Con? I don't know if, if we if, if anybody's done anything like Comic-Con if you haven't gone to Comic-Con. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, like my, my father didn't get the appeal. And then he's like, I don't get it. Right. I'm like I, I hear you. I'm like, but it's so cool. There's so much shit to do. Like, but I'm saying like, as far as like working, like, have you, like, you know, like I know, like you did security, but like when you did security, was it like that many people and that much stuff going on, like at at the location where you were doing that? Uh, at times, because I worked like in the financial district, and there was like, it's like you know a lot of tourists. I was like close to the one world train so there was constantly like a lot of people but i think that they're so interested in i guess like the view and everything else and like the the sights to see are not so much um just like one thing they're not like the scale is different you know what i'm saying when 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 they're full like in it's just it's Organized chaos. Yeah. In in uh Comic Con. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. No, I, I, I agree. Like where I work now it's pretty busy. I mean like I mean pretty busy is an understatement. Uh but I feel like the difference between my job working at Summit and working at Comic Con is the interactiveness. Mm, yeah. Um like you go to summit and you know you see some views and there's rooms and all types of cool stuff to do there like it's one of the best um observatories in the city maybe even in the country honestly it's just like really unique in like how it's designed but comic-con and it's quick right it don't have oh, well summit doesn't have to be quick it can be as long as you want it to be um there's no like time on the ticket or anything like that so you can go in there we have some people who go in there we call them speed runners and they'll do something in 30 minutes. And then did. But then, yeah, and then leave. But then there are people who will be in there for like five hours, six hours. Is there five or six hours worth of shit to see in there? Depends. I mean, it's not five hour, five or six hours worth of stuff to see or do. However, you know, you can maybe, you know, you go to the first level, which is called Transcendence. You do that. It's a big mirror room. You know, there's a lot of... uh different like angles you can see the city if you in there taking a bunch of pictures people just sit there and just like literally just hang out you know with, with whoever they came with they'll sit down there and hang out down there for like an hour like you know what i mean chilling some people come in at like uh three four or five o'clock and they will sit in transcendence waiting for the sunset which may be at like seven that's crazy. You know, they'll just sit there wait for it because it's it's a linear experience. So once you go past it, you cannot come backwards. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, that's why they, they say at some like, you know, take your time. You know what I mean? It's a one-way experience. Once you go past the room, you cannot go backwards. There's no going backwards. So make sure you get the most out of uh, you know, whatever, out whatever it is. Yeah, whatever you're in. That makes sense. So, you know, people hang out and they stay there for a while. So, like, you know, you can see that. Perfect room. I need to stay here until oh, 11 30 until the sunset. Exactly. I want to see the sunset from here. So, I'm going to just sit here and I'm going to wait. I'm going to take some photos with my friends, my family, whatever the case. Chill, hang out, post on my Instagram, whatever. You know what I mean? 
and people will do that for a while. However, again, the interactiveness is, even though it sounds kind of interactive, and it is, it's limited in comparison to something like Comic-Con. Comic-Con, you're going to be so interacted with people that it's going to be ridiculous. You're going to meet everybody's, so many people. Everybody's so nice. Everyone is so nice there, bro. Everybody's so nice. It's crazy. Like, I've never been in a, that, and that's another thing. You rarely get, not that I've never been, but you rarely get to, like, go to, like, a, an event where every single person is just nice. Like, they're happy, they're excited, nobody's, like, being a dick for no reason. Like, everybody's, like, it's almost, like, frowned upon if you're if you're going and, like being a dick because it's like everybody's so cool like every everybody's in a playful like manner they they see characters they want to interact with and the the people who are being interacted with are engaging and loving it because they spend so much time like creating these costumes and doing everything like it's just overall like the it, it was so positive the vibes felt good like it even working like that that energy is infectious. You know what I'm saying? It's like it made me also want to work harder. You know yeah, what I'm saying? 100%. Like, things like, like you said, like so it was like making uh, you know, like the little Comic Con wishes come true. You go on the back, you got some like, oh last one, oh you know what I'm saying? Like there were so many dope moments. Yeah, a lot of a lot of cool moments and, and that's why I say I feel like, you know, Comic Con is so it's so much of a special event. Um, in, again, in comparison to a lot of other events, the the connection that you make with people, um, is like insane. Like you meet someone and you spark up a conversation, maybe about their outfit, which sparks up a conversation about your favorite anime or character or whatever. And now you just made this random friend. When I was with Val on Friday, um, because I took off for of work early for comic-con so that way i can enjoy it and me and val walked around and we were hanging out and i met this guy we were looking at these rings and there was this guy he had a, a deadpool um not deadpool he had a red hood red hood he had a red food a red hood cosplay and i'm like damn bro i was like that's a fire red uh dip uh like, yeah, bro. I wanted to be dead, bro. Deadpool's so bad. bad right? I seen like a couple fights. I did. I did too. Oh, I yeah. seen. I seen Madden, bro. Yeah. Um, but Red Hood. I'm like, you know, your Red Hood outfit is fire. And he was like, oh, thanks. And then he was showing me how um he had 3D printed the helmet himself. He 3D printed, made the whole thing, this and that. He was like, yeah, truthfully, it didn't take too long. I just did this and then that, whatever. I was like, oh, that's so dope. Whatever. He gave me his card. And he was like, yeah, I make props or whatever the case. So, like, you know, whoever get into something like that, you know, just hit me up. I'm like, bro, I'm a filmmaker. And he's like, oh, okay. He's <laughs> like, that. what? It's like, that's great. He's like, let's, he's like, we can exchange services. You know what I mean? And that's just like a random moment. Like I said, I literally just made a comment complimenting his cosplay. And then, you know, now that's a connection, connection that could be used in the future. You know what I mean? Like, it just, just happens that easily at Comic-Con. It's just so easy to meet people. Yeah, it just it's easy to interact. And I think maybe all all of those events in general, like, I feel like being, if had you gone, you know, in a better uh, mind state or just, like, you know, not tired from working, that uh, whatever the case, from... Uh, anime NYC. Anime NYC. I think you would have had a, a great experience, too. Yeah, I mean, Anime NYC was was cool. It was very similar to Comic Con, um, and like you said, like I was in much of a, a so much of a better headspace and body state for Comic Con, despite the fact working and being tired. Like you know, we 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 got there before Comic Con started. Yeah. Um, Wednesday, we helped set up everything for the section that we were working um with with a uh, Bandai. Yep. And um, you know, we there there was well some long hours. Not so much hard work. Like, the work was hard. Spurts. Spurts of hard work and a lot of, not a lot of, down, like, downtime, but, like, there was a little bit more downtime than, than like, those excessive, like, we're taking fucking shit off pallets and... And it's, like, nine style. There was, 
because the work I think for us, like the little quick restocking and like just being interactive with people or like just interacting with people, pardon me, that comes easy to us. Yeah. So like it didn't feel like work after a certain point. Exactly. Like you knew you were at work and you were like obviously do your job, but at the same time it didn't like you said feel like work. Like people ask me about oh like how was Comic Con. I'm be like, I said to them, it's the easiest money I've ever made. Yeah. Because, like, I had fun the entire time. Yep. And um, it didn't really feel like work, even though I was working. And um, I got paid to be at Comic-Con that, that, every that, single day. <laughs> There's, like, I got paid. People are paying 500 for, like, the four-day or whatever passes. Like, yo, I got paid to be here and I was able to enjoy it like because they know you know that like it's comic-con so like people are obviously during their break they're gonna want to enjoy it like they give you time you know what I'm saying I felt like they gave us a little leeway too where they're like you know we know like we get it it's comic-con like go and right. do your little thing but make sure everything is taken care of in your section and if it is you're fine right and honestly if like everything was on my section, everything was like pretty much sold out of stock. I want to say fifty percent. Yeah, I mean day one. So day two was it's Comic Con, so you know shit flying off the shelves, and you guys had like a lot of cool like Naruto. I didn't think I had One Piece stuff, and so like I know y'all stuff was literally <laughs> fine. Dragon Ball, yeah, yeah, I had some some cool stuff flying off the shelves. And, and I mean, you a hundred percent right about like you know having the ability, even though you're working it, to enjoy the event, like. 100% appreciate, like, all the people who was working for Bandai who, like, allowed us to, like, you know, get paid to do it and then at the same time, like, enjoy it even though we were at work, like, you know. And um, it was just a, a great experience overall, like, even... even 10 out of 10. Yes, definitely 10 out of 10. would recommend, and I, I will do it, even if I have, like, a regular, like, whatever job, like, for the rest of my life, like I will always take that time off. Right, just to work, just to work. Just to work. It's like, like you said, it's like easy money, in the sense of we're gonna enjoy doing the work. You know what I'm saying? So, I love it. And at the same time, I enjoyed. Like I, I got a chance to uh, participate as a guest. You know, for a couple of hours, and like I yeah, you even enjoyed that too. Like you know, I mean, granted, I was exhausted. I don't know why I was so tired on that Friday, but like I just was. I don't know why, because we did like twelve hours on Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, no, but I just felt like Friday out of all the days felt the most. I was the most tired on Friday more than any of the other days. Uh, but I still enjoyed my Saturday. Saturday for me. Yeah, it was Friday or Saturday because Saturday I I think it really started to like. It really started to hit, you know what I'm saying? Because we were essentially, I mean, even like if you count with travel and like whatever the case, we we had like 15, you know, 15, 16 hour days yeah. getting up, showering, trying to grab breakfast that one time, that one morning, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get there early so that I mean, you talking we, can, we can enjoy shit. Up at least by six and then getting home at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock sometimes. Um, so like it was definitely... <clears throat> long definitely long days so like it was really it, it was really tiring but it's like it was only really tiring i'm gonna say yeah, my feet were killing me a lot but it was only really tiring afterwards but like before yeah yeah, yeah. you know because when you were in it you were in it you're just in it yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're in the storm you're like fuck it you gotta keep going like but once you get that winding down time you're like we're right. out of tree your feet are like Oh my God, my feet were fucking screaming, bro. My back was on fire. I was like, oh. Well, I ain't gonna lie, one of my favorite parts of Comic Con is all the free stuff I got. Like, and some of them were fresher than me. Maybe a little bit. Nah, I, I, we probably got it. You got. Well, I think that's really pretty much it. <laughs> I got like two or three. I got like two bags more than you. I got the the Ghibli bags, mm -hmm. and truthfully, I think that was it. That I got other than you. You got me the free Gundam. Yeah, you got me the 
Tamagotchi. You got me the um the Jujutsu Kaisen, um, whatchamacallit. Oh, the lanyard. Like, yeah. yeah, the Jujutsu Kaisen lanyard. Um and like we have all the exact same lanyards. And you got me the 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 DBZ. No, Digimon. Oh, the Digimon uh, cards. The Digimon cards, yeah. Well, they're not really collectibles. But like, I can't really use them. Yeah. Oh, I should have brought them today to smoke you. You got the deck. Matter of fact, I'm about to say after this, I got, I got it. We could, we could do it. Matter of fact, before I forget, let me just, cause I'm a buy and I keep forgetting to do this. But I had a great, great fucking time getting free shit. Yeah, it felt better to get free shit. It did, and I got a lot of free stuff at the end. I mean, I'm not sure if that's how it was supposed to go, but... What, like, at the... Like, to get all of the stuff at the end, like, you know, like, I wanted... Like, because in the beginning, the first couple of days, I wasn't really focused on, like, getting stuff. Like, you know, I had no intentions on waiting on the line or, like, trying to get there early to get certain things. Like, we got there early one day, and we didn't get nothing that day. It was like Friday or Saturday. We got there early. That was when we met the the guy who who uh who did the comics. Um, and oh, I yeah the we the never, black dude. We never, we never went back. <laughs> and you see, we we are cap artists. He's like, yo, yeah, man, stop by. Definitely, you get this then there. That was like Thursday. Truthfully, that was the first day. I think. Yeah, definitely Thursday. That was Thursday. Yeah, yeah, because that's when we went in at eight o'clock. So yeah, we didn't get nothing free that day. But again, at the same time, it was the first day, and like you know this and that, but. Yeah, that last day went crazy. Got the hat, got a bunch of pins for free that yeah, day. Got, pins, yeah. uh, got like three or four more lanyards. Buildable Gundam. Got the Gundam that you got me. Um, and the Gundam then, was fire. Yeah, the Gundam was fire. I, I cannot so wait to. Girl, that. I'm so glad that I didn't wait for this kid to grab him at four because we like, boom. Shorty probably had the stid ash in the back, yeah. but little did she know. That we had the thing up for us. Uh, my boy Roy. I was like, yo, I heard they were going to sell for a little gun. You know what I mean? He was like, oh, yeah. They in the back. <laughs> and I was like, oh. So then he went through the door and then he like, like jumped right back out and he's like, oh, dude's right. And I'm like, oh, all right. And then the other kid was like, nah, no, they're over there on the other side. Just go grab them. So he's like, oh, all right. Boom. So he went to the back, they go up, and he came out to him. He had asked me, how many you want? I was like, yo, two for me, one for Kuwait. He's like, oh, hi, I got you. Went back. I'm like, wait, man, it's funny. It's funny how, like, the free stuff is almost more coveted than the stuff that you actually need to pay for. Like, they, like, they, don't, like that. they don't care about the, the, nobody cares about the stuff you got to pay for. Everyone is hoarding the free shit. Like, you're trying to save the free stuff. Like, literally, like, lanyards, bro. It should be... Uh, Spoken rule for Comic Con going forward. If you're gonna go there to spend bread, don't rush for the free shit. Leave the free shit for the people who, like who go in who probably can't afford because they spent all their money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let them get some free shit. Let them get the, free, the free stuff is the hardest stuff to get, bro. Like, uh, even like the, well, maybe for the workers just because we don't have much time, but like the language that every, all the different companies and everybody have it's like it was kind of hard getting those lanyards and they're free first of all i had i had a hard a hard time in getting the yellow one oh yeah and the girl told me all right so when i went up there the girl told me that she had um uh these are for the customers and i'm like you don't have customers you know what i'm saying you do you don't have customers you're not selling anything you're letting people play video games. Like, I think me just being a dick wouldn't didn't get me far in that situation. But I'm still, sure. it's accurate. You don't have customers. You know what I'm saying? That's a lie. You lied to me. You look me in my face and you lied. Like, what customers do you have? So then I went. I told you that she dubbed me, and then I went back and I remember that uh, I helped the girl at the front desk mm -hmm. at my. So I was like, yo, I'm uh, your friend's pretty much being a jerk off, like, and she won't give me the lady. And she's like, why? We got, like, a box of them in the back. And I was like, I don't know. She's like, all right, hold on. I got you. And she went. She got me one. I was like, yes. Ran off. I'm like, ha-ha, fuck you, girl. And that's what I mean about the interactiveness. Like, literally, somebody that you helped out a day or so beforehand, and then now you wanted something. 
and then they hooked you up and they got you like you know what i mean i love the fact that all of the workers are like trying to help each other get the free stuff it's like listen if i got something free in my section i'm gonna try my best to try to, to yeah to try to get them to you like you know what i mean like i said the gundam was so Class. I was so happy first off that they started giving them away for free because that was the last date. That was last they. Day. They didn't do it none of the other days yeah. except for the very last. That's probably like a con exclusive last date. Like, well, I think know. they were doing the um, Gundam build thingies where like they help you build them. Oh, and those were the leftovers. And then they stopped doing it yeah. because they closed early and they still had some left, so they started giving them away. That's why they gave yeah, them away. Makes so much sense. That's why. That's why he's like, yeah, there's a lot of them in the back. Yeah, but there was. But again, they were say that I don't know what they they were. I don't know what they were saving for. Maybe some of them were saving them for them, or like saving them for maybe to still give out to people or whatever. But again, no people are hoarding them. And it's like, okay, if you know somebody who got them, you know, they can get them for you. Then it's like, cool. Like, let me get that free Gundam because I need that. I was mad that my section had nothing free to give away. Yeah, me neither. Like, I have nothing, nothing cool to give away. Nothing. They started giving me flyers at the end. And they like, gave me those flyers too. They were like, yo, these are, I'm like, awesome. These little cool little mini posters of Dragon Ball Z. But like, now there's like 45 minutes left. Yeah. They, they, oh, they gave, yeah, they didn't, we had nothing the entire time to give away, bro. Not a single thing. And I felt bad. Because, like, I would go, and they'd be like, oh, you know, i go to someone and be like, hey, can you help me get such and such? i like, oh, what you got over there? Like, I went over to Gundam Base and got the bag, and the girl was like, oh, you got anything over? No, I don't have nothing that I can give. All I got is the white band not bag. Like, I had the white band not bag, too, but you know what? Those things were, I, I, apparently I wasn't allowed to give them out. So uh, some the dudes at my section, they were giving them out, and I would give some of them out, too, but I would tell the person that I gave it to don't tell nobody you got this from over here to limit how many people would come over. Like I seen this one lady, she had like mad mystery boxes. She was like, do you have a bag? She was like, what's the cheapest thing I could buy? I just gave her a bag. Like, and she was willing to spend money. And I felt bad. So I was doing it to like certain people, like, but like not a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because there was always somebody there and I'm like, my hands are tied. I'm not hired help. You know what I'm saying? If they said no, then I'm just going to go bye-bye. But, like, they were, honestly, they were really nice bags. They were, like, kind of durable for the most part. Yeah, they were. They were. I mean, they especially, were yeah, and there were three different sizes. Yeah, there was small, the medium, and then, like, I never had the large. They didn't give us small. Oh, yeah, we had. Yeah, you should have told me. I could have gave you some. We had, like, a, we had a, fit that, I don't think, honestly. bunch. No? No, no, I think. No, I mean, how big was it? They were like really, really small. Like you know, like you could fit like two square like boxes. You know, like the Pokemon boxes. With the little one. Yeah. Oh, fit the little one. No. Nah, nah, nah. So, but I would do that. Like if somebody bought like some like one little single thing or whatever, I could put it in that bag instead of giving out like a gigantic bag. But at the same time, I would still give people gig gigantic bags anyway. Cause I'd give them a little one, and then I'd be like, "Are you gonna buy like more stuff later?" They're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy a bunch of stuff," and then I give them a giant bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like take that one. People ask me, "Do you have any large bags?" I'm like, "I got a large bag big enough to fit a small child." <laughs> yeah, that work. They're like, "Yeah, I'll take that one." I'm like, "All right, you know what I mean?" Uh, yeah, I was running low on bags and stock. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's Comic Con. People are buying up. Uh, literally all the like cool stuff or whatnot like you know it's real you, you you gotta you definitely gotta go there like the first day try to get there early if you see something just go on ahead and buy it a lot of times unless you're sure there's a lot of it you know like the exodia um figure i had over at my um booth a lot of people passed on it like in the beginning and they came back like yeah i wish i would have bought it or whatever yeah. whatever you know myself included you know because i ain't gonna lie i follow the hype sometime and after a while i was like damn this is only a this is kind of fire yeah, yeah, yeah. i got my mentality too many people started to think that shit was fire I went over i was like you know what yeah, yeah, right. but you know what i did it too late by the time i i, I, did, I had decided in my mind that i wanted to get one they were they were sold out this one dude at the end of yesterday, he came, he was like, yo, bro, I know you got some exodias in the back. Come on, hook me up. I said, bro, ain't nothing in the back. And I said, I promise you, if it was, you would be getting it because I'd be buying it. He's like, oh, what about the one 
in the cage See? the split. Always and I said, the display. I said the same thing to him, though. I said, bro, if somebody could buy that display, it'd be me, not you. I'm telling you right now. 100%. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. But, you know, it, it just... A lot of stuff becomes, you know, real uh, exclusive, even if it's not exclusive, because it wasn't like an exclusive figure that you can only get there. It was just like the fire one. No, that was the, that was the funny part about Comic Con that I noticed too. So a lot of people are under this like misconception that anything that's in Comic Con you can only get at Comic Con. Like, no. Right. Eighty percent, like I would say, even more, like ninety something percent of the stuff that's there, you can get. Besides uh, the independent artist stuff that you could probably, you probably, if you like something there, you would want to snag up. Right. But there are, there were some Comic Con exclusives, like at the Tamashi booth, they were selling, uh, like that Goku. That was a Comic Con, the Super Saiyan Three Goku. That was a Comic Con exclusive. So you can only get it by going to Comic Con. Yeah, some pieces. Some, yeah, but not most of it. Not even close to most. I think of it. that people have like the, the that that like thought that I'm gonna go to Comic Con and all they hear is con exclusive. So now they're thinking, oh shit, there's there's got to be a bunch of them. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah, because the people were coming up to me. Do you guys have any like con exclusive stuff? And I'm like, nah. Like you can get these at like right. Target if you really want it. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, the didn't... market, the market for this shit, uh, for for this shit, part of me is insane. It is insane, and um, insane. What I, what I wanted to talk about on top of Comic Con is like the amount of adults that are interested in toys, games, cartoons, animes, like earrings, thatching, all of this stuff. Like it's. It's it's crazy. Like, you know, it's crazy. You know that, like, um, I think the study was in, like, 2022. We're in 2023 right now? Yeah. Yeah, so let's <laughs> for I'll be forgetting it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you're in a different time and world. Uh, but um, this was a study that's saying, like, oh, um, adults are responsible for the majority of revenue that is produced from people buying toys. All right. Adults spend more money on toys than adults spend money on toys for their children. I can see that. And I can see that happening now because it's us buying it. Like it's it is. Our age. It is. And a lot of it is the stuff that we grew up on. Yeah, you know, yeah, Digimon, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, you know, like. We watched that when we were children and now we're adults. And we got money, and we can be irresponsible with our money. Yeah, we can buy, <laughs> buy cool shit. And buy cool stuff that we yeah. wanted as kids that we, you know, that our parents couldn't necessarily afford at the time. Or just didn't want to get. Or didn't want to get us because like, we no, badass. I'm not getting you like saying, y'all going to be fighting up? No, not here. Not in my house. Right. You know what I'm saying? But Comic-Con is like, bro, it was like a good a good experience to have right now, I think. People say like I don't know. It was, it was. Well why do you think like why do you think adults are so into, you know, this stuff still, like, you know? I mean and the and the ages don't even matter. You know, like anybody from like eighteen to like sixty were was at Comic Con. No, it was great. The the amount of uh of older people for the amount of older people, like in their like fifties and sixties, that I seen that were actually dressed and participating was outstanding. Yeah. I've never seen that many old people like all dressed up and excited about it, and about like stuff that's out now. Not yeah. like not like even nostalgic shit. Right. I mean, I did see some nostalgia stuff, which is also cool still. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like I seen a couple of like old school Ghostbusters and. You know, things like that. I was like, oh, like, that's dope. And I got a lot of older people who maybe enjoyed that when they were a little bit uh, younger, like younger than us. But, like, it was just really cool to see it. And I'm just, like, you know, so curious as to why we still are, like, just so interested, why it's still captivated. Because, you know, as children, we were kind of put under the impression that, like, all of this stuff is just for children. My mom didn't watch no cartoons. She didn't watch anime. Yeah, yeah. When she was an adult, she didn't watch that stuff. It's like break, but breaking that that uh, generational thing that you don't 
Like, I don't have to not watch. Why, why can't I watch cartoons? Why do I got to watch Seinfeld? Right. You know what I'm saying? Why? Who says that? You know what I mean? Right, exactly. It was frowned upon back then, and now we're the adults that get to decide what's frowned upon and what's not. Yeah. That's why, like, people could be at corporate jobs that have tattoos now. That is true. It's so much different than from... We've broken that. Yeah, broken the mold. Yeah, that stigma that, like... Oh, pardon uh, that stigma that, like, our people watch cartoons are childish. Because some of these cartoons are not for the for the faint of heart here. I mean, if I'm, if we're being honest, they weren't necessarily when we were children neither. Mm. Like, if you think about it, like, oh, and Pokemon. I remember, and truthfully, I realized this as a child, that there was an episode where Ash had died. Where he had met like uh, Gengar and the ghost Pokemon, and they were in like this abandoned mansion or something like that, and it was in there, and the chandelier fell on Ash, and now he's flying around as a as a ghost and hanging out with Gengar. If you read Gengar's Pokedex, it literally says that's exactly what they do. They are like lost human souls or something like that, and and then. They look for other humans to kill so that way they can be with them, also a ghost with them. And that's exactly what happened to Ash. That shit did not go over my head when I was little. I realized that he was dead. You know what I mean? Or the second time Ash died in the movie when he ran in between the fight between Mew and Mewtwo and they both of their attacks hit him and he turned into stone. He was dead. And then all the Pokemon cried and brought him back to life. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, even back then, you know, it's crazy. Oh, what I was telling you in Yu-Gi-Oh! where the dude banded Pete or whatever. He After he lost the Pegasus, he pulled out a gun on him. Like, what? This wanted to be a children's show. <laughs> <laughs> he said he lost his dual pulled out the... Pulled Look, out the- Leo, no, it ain't going down like that. <laughs> oh, what? You win. Like, come on, talk about American stereotype. You know what? Yeah, but I also do remember, uh, like, even like shows like you right, like uh, Johnny Bravo. I guess, I guess I did, and I didn't realize the like how much of a pervert he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, they made a whole show based on a guy who was like 30 years old, lived with his mother, and was just like. Trying to hug up with girls the whole time. That was that was the whole show. It's like Quagmire from from uh, Family Guy, but his prom. Like Johnny Bravo was the prequel to Quagmire, which is crazy. And I love that show. It's awesome. Right. A lot of people love Johnny Bravo, but again, though, that was, you know, in hindsight, maybe it wasn't necessary for I mean, children, but we watched it or whatever. And again, now as adults, we we still kind of enjoy uh some of these shows and again anime i watch more anime now as an adult than i did as a child and i think animes are more geared towards adult like i'm not like an expert on anime anime to know who they're supposed to be for but i i feel like they're made for i want to say pretty much everybody you know there's some probably anime things that kids shouldn't be like you know watching or manga whatever it is that that they should be reading but i think it is geared towards everybody but mainly adults because in japan it's a there that whole market like you said there are more more adults especially over there that are so into it that Yeah, I mean, no, there, there's a lot of adults over there who's watching anime. I mean, I'm pretty sure even with the anime, um, the adults are the ones who are responsible for most of the uh, viewership. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, a lot of my favorite TV shows of all time are um, anime, stuff like Death Note, such a captivating uh, story. I'm that guy who still thinks Dragon Ball is the best anime ever. Um, like, I just still Dragon Ball's- love these stories. Yeah, bro, I remember being a little kid. We used to play football every day after school or my block. But on Thursday, Run around five o'clock, everybody knew. Like four thirty, right? I'm gone. Dragon Ball's coming on. I'm getting two episodes on Tanami. I'll be back outside when that shit is over. Mm-hmm. Period. I don't give a fuck. What we doing? I will be back. All right, but I'm gone. Okay, we in the middle of the game. Somebody better sub me out. He said somebody <laughs> sub me out. 
Like I'm going, I'm going, like you know what I'm saying. Like I was not going too far from the crib. I was like, "Well, we gonna do something. We are gonna play football right here on the street, like we did every day." But on Thursdays at five o'clock, I needed to be in the house, you know. And then still to this day, as an adult, a couple of years ago, I finished Dragon Ball Super, um, me and Valentina, and you know we were devastated when it was over. We enjoyed it as much as adults, if not more, than we did when we were children. I think you understand it more. You empathize with the characters more. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, what I'm saying you kind of get more lost in it. Yes, um, I completely agree. Um, Death Note, that was such a like a. Uh, I never was emotional. Don't even get me started. It's so good. You want to talk about an anime that's literally for adults? It's nothing but drama filled. All right, there's no powers or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just a drama, and it's well, there's it's a power, drama. right? Nah, right, your name. It's thing. not a power. It's more like of a, you know. More like a device, like, you know what I mean? He's still human. He can't fight or do nothing, all types of crazy or whatever, you know what I mean? All he's doing is writing a name in a book and you'll die, you know what I mean? But there's also a whole bunch of parameters that you need. Like, you got to know the person's name. You got to know what they look like, you know what I mean? Hmm. You have to have seen their face. Like, that. there's a lot of stuff so that you goes wrong with like, entire world. Exactly. You don't know what the entire world looked like. That's not going to work, you know what I'm saying? But if you, you know, pick some serial killer that you've seen their face, you know their full name, cool. You can put their name in a book and they'll be dead. You know, but again, this, this brings out all of these different yeah. drama aspects. Yeah, like, because who, who gives you the right to make that decision? Oh, who should be in that book? Exactly. What gives you the right? What gives you that right? Who gives you that, like? Now you you basically God. Now you determining who gets yes. to live or die based on your beliefs. Yeah, you know I mean your belief system, which could be completely different than right everybody else. Right, you could be radical. And then the main crazy. The, the main character Light, you know he he's also very young, he's a teenager, but he's also a genius. Okay, which also makes it problematic because now you got this young man who is extremely smart with the power of a god. And it's you know uh, amazing. You know, you know somebody like that to to have the 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 gauntlet and snap. You know what I mean? Be able to snap you away. Yeah. And he's trying to do the right thing. He's going after criminals, but again, again, <laughs> who's the same? The same way, right? Yeah. Oh man, this guy was stealing food from the village. Right. He needs to die right. now. He, right now, he should die. <laughs> he needs to die now. No, he's probably just working for somebody else who's making him do that. Right. So, like, you know, that's that's the, where all of it comes in. Uh, another one. That's a cool dilemma there. Uh, cyberpunk edge runners. Goodness. Again, you talk about an uh, emotional adult anime. I mean, it's literally everybody who, who I know who watched this said the same thing. Like, it's like one of the biggest uh, emotional roller coaster rides I've ever experienced in 10 episodes. Like, it's just. I started Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. I started that. Fire adult anime. I started that. And listen, I can attest so far, I'm on uh, episode, I think, five, five or six um, out of the 12. I think I'm like halfway there. It's so, it's so good and it's hilarious. But the, the you know what, it, like the animation itself is insane. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that chainsaw rips out of his face and, like, his arms, like, the, it's all these fight scenes, like, enemies is dope. Yeah, and dope. hilarious. Enemies is dope. And hilarious is also a good word to explain about animes because all the animes aren't necessarily dark. They're not all sad. They're not all, all drama. Some of them are also funny. One Punch Man, that shit is hilarious. Ridiculously hilarious, but it's hilarious. Or um, Devil is a Part-Timer. You ever watch that? Nah. Hilarious, bro. It's literally about the devil. He in hell basically gets bored or some shit. And then he decides to go to Earth and get a part-time job at, like, basically, well, like a burger place. I'm fine. <laughs> like, but, you know, they still have, like, the fights and stuff. Like, some, you know, enemies that he had in hell, they come to fight him and this and that. Like, I may watch that. It is funny, bro. Like, one episode, he gets, like, the fight ends. He hurried up to finish the fight because he realizes that he's about to be late for his shift. <laughs> it's like, how oh, far am I about to be late? Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yo, 
I see you like eight hours. Like, bro, it's so good. Or like One Punch Man, similar to he's like mad strong and like, you know, he just beats everybody up so easily. And then now it's like this fight. It was like, oh man, One Punch Man, he's having a hard time like with this fight. It's finally the person he met that's like strong like him and this and that. And then like right at the end of the episode, he realizes that there's a clothing sale going on that ends at like five o'clock and he's about to miss because it's 450. And then he just punches the dude one time and he explodes so that way he can go and take care of his shopping. I'm done. Like hilarious, bro. It's so funny. So like anime can do so many different things for you that it's just, that's why I feel like like a lot of adults are just so into it. Yeah. And Chainsaw Man, it's like a little like, you know, not gory. I, I guess it is or whatever the case may be and like bloody or whatever, but I don't feel like it's crazy because of it's because it's animation, but it's hilarious because this kid's main goal in life is to just like, so far, touch a boob. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, like, is is the brain now his sole purpose is is to touch a boob? Man, he's running around with a baddie though, <laughs> bro. But so far, she. I don't want to like give it away for anybody, but uh, it's it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like he's going hard because he's like he's like I don't think any girl will let me sleep with her. But getting to second base, I can do that. Like <laughs> it's so like um, it's fucking great. But like the fight scenes are awesome. Like you're still engaged, but then they have those little moments when you realize like your son is doing this <laughs> to touch him. Right. Yeah, it's just like why it's so retarded, bro. Like it's it's amazing. And again, there's no way Chainsaw Man is for children. No, not like, no, no, not even a little bit. And if it is, it's seriously uh, mismarketed there. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not. I mean, you can just tell by like you, like you said the brutality and the yeah. sexual uh, aspects of it. You know, even Dragon Ball now is like way more sexual than before did you yeah, I'm trying to, is it bro in the dragon ball the most recent dragon ball movie dragon ball superheroes they make a wish to shinron because uh like goku and vegeta and all the strong people they like gone it's just like gohan and piccolo basically there and like uh ice krillin and yeah bro at the time was he like skin piccolo he was but he didn't know it orange <laughs> orange piccolo is what it's called but he likes getting piccolo yeah. Yeah. No, he was around. He just didn't know he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he just didn't know like that he could do it at that time. But like they they called Shinron to make a wish or whatever. Oh, so that's what it was. Like he asked Shinron to give him a power up, which basically gave him like the ability to turn into the orange piccolo shit. Mm-hmm. And then there was two wishes left over, and like he was like, oh, you know, that's the only thing I really like wanted or whatever the case may be. So he left Boma do the other two wishes and she basically wished to make her eyelash like a half a centimeter longer and to make her booty a little bit tighter and bigger i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> like that's what boomer wished for like you know what i mean there's like also a scene where she's like digging in a drawer or digging in a refrigerator or whatever and like the shot is just like on her ass you know what i'm saying doing that or whatever the case like you know so like even Dragon Ball now is like more sexual, way more sexual than it ever was before. Like the most sexual Dragon Ball was was like I don't know, like Goku slapping, uh, <laughs> slapping Bulma's crotch when he was a little, and that was in Dragon Ball. That wasn't even Dragon Ball. Or he was poking it too. But but it was more. I feel like it was way more innocent. Innocent because he was like he was wondering about him. Like he right. He was exactly. Like she does she have one? But. Now, it's more, yeah. it's more like in your face, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. So, like, it's definitely, that stuff is definitely not for children nowadays, but, and that's why, like, so many adults are, like, into it. But it's not even, and it's not even just, like, males. But no, it's not. Like, it's all the women, like, yeah, like, there were so many women at Comic-Con into all of these different animes. I didn't know, like, most of these people even were. Yeah, it's hard to keep up, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the biggest anime, like, uh, like, I love anime, but I'm not watching, like, Mad at them and, like, all the, like, you know what I mean? Especially, like, the newer ones, like, yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen and One Piece and, like, 
the shit Demon that, Slayer. I haven't seen those. The shit that I really spotted more than anything was like the random shit that I that like I knew. You know what I'm saying? Like uh remember I told you I was watching the chilling adventures of Sabrina. I seen somebody dressed like Sabrina. Mm-hmm. You know, like I seen like the Toy Story guys or like Batman. Marvel oh, characters and yeah, superheroes. Yeah. Superheroes and like just regular shit like that that I spotted in all the anime shit I had I had no idea about. No idea. Yeah, I I, I it was very uh I didn't even know Piccolo was orange. <laughs> we pulled up and you was like, What? Like, Who is this imposter? <laughs> You're like, that's Piccolo or Piccolo. I just can't Piccolo. Like, no. No, no, no. I don't know that guy. Yeah. They're like Cell Max, where, where did he come from? Yeah, they're from the same yeah, obviously, because that guy <laughs> came out of nowhere. And when did Cell come back? In that movie. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't they kill Cell? Yeah. So, and what, what the reality was he was back? Nah, they just made a new one. A new universe. A new Cell. Oh, they made a new Cell. Yeah. Remember, Cell was made in the lab by Dr. Giroux. Too shit. Too shit. Nah, it's like his grandson or whatever made it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, the movie was cool. I mean, the plot was just whatever, but, like, the fight scenes and everything was, like, really good. Yeah, fire. Um, And, uh, yeah, like, it just amazes me how many, like, adults are, like, still into this stuff. And, um, like, like the, the documentary I made, you was in it, actually. Nope. Remember, uh, yeah. Nothing Gaming or something? Um, it's called Big Kid. Big Why kid. Adults Game. <laughs> Big Kid. Big Kid, yeah. Um, like, you know, we... I interviewed you. I interviewed a bunch of people. I went to this uh, video game store and interviewed people there. Surprise, surprise. It was adults that were there. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, adults using, like, video games or, or toys or animes or, like, all of this stuff that kind of seems like it's for children as, like, either an outlet to express themselves or... Um, a way to kind of like relax, like get away. Like, you know, I think it's really important to like not, um, you know, look down on these things and embrace these things. I think if a lot of people kind of embrace more of their like childlike side, they would probably be like in more of a happier place. Like, you know, 100%. like you said earlier about like how every, how it's such a positive vibe, which is a word that I hate, but for Comic-Con, it's so, uh, relevant like you know like it really was a positive vibe there like always from the staff work you're working with to the the people that you you meet um the experience that you can have um how you can affect other people like i had a guy tell me that he made my day that i made his day like you know that that felt great so like you know kind of help someone out and do that you know, or to support a local artist by, you know, maybe buying their stuff. He's um, <laughs> cool. Whatever they got. Where's the guy? Oh, the guy that we met outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. He was just telling us a whole bunch of shit. Not that we didn't believe him or anything. No, it wasn't that we didn't believe him. It just it was a lot of information that he gave he us just back to back. Like, he was supposed to be there and. I didn't see no speed dating booth either. It was neither. There was supposed to be a speed dating. Well, maybe that's why he wasn't there though, because they had killed it in the first place. Mm. I think that's what he was saying. He was that supposed to be doing X, Y, yeah, but like it, because like you said, I didn't see it neither. Yeah. I mean, we, granted, could have missed it because I mean, yeah. <laughs> so much is right. Massive. Yeah. The way. Yeah, yeah. It's massive. Um. Yeah, that guy was hilarious, though. He hilarious. Was, he was just like, yeah, I'm a boxer. I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a boxer. I'm an artist. I make music. My wife's a famous boxer. I mean, a famous, a famous artist. Uh, he was just going like crazy, man. He, <laughs> he still wanted a job with us. <laughs> So you can get in. Right. But, like, in my head, and, uh, you know, I'm not, I hate to talk about anybody, but in my head, I was just thinking, like, if you're doing all this stuff, you don't have money to get a ticket. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or to buy one off of somebody, because people were selling, plenty of people were selling tickets. 
Yeah. And like, but yeah, uh, one thing I did also want to say is that I think people are so unhappy in their regular life that a place like Comic-Con is like a really good release for them to like get dressed, be who they want to be, go out and do whatever and not feel judged from, uh, you know, not feel judged and like made fun of, uh, nobody talked about anybody's weight or said anybody look ugly or played anybody in any sort of fashion. Like I didn't see one cruel th like comment or anything. Like I seen people drop things and people like going to help them, you know what I'm saying? And not like going to like swipe their shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was just cool. Like life don't have to be hard. It could just be like Comic-Con. If life was like Comic-Con. That's another shirt. It would be interesting. That's another shirt. Every 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 episode for the last three episodes, we've gotten a new shirt. I think we're about to start a merch. Yeah, we should. The first one was Black Cats Matter and Puerto Rican Cats Matter. They definitely do. And then the second episode was Podcasting is the OnlyFans for Men. It is. And then now. I'll stand by that. <laughs> and I'll fucking stand by that. And now, uh, what's this one? Uh, damn, I forgot what we just said. Somebody in the comments. But, but at least we know, yeah, at least we know that somebody's going to know it and we have it. We got it on, on camera and recording. Down here. Yeah. So there's that shirt. Also, speaking of OnlyFans, right? The the trunks that had his jacket off like that in the display case. When I was selling them, you know, depending on who it was, I was like, you know, you know that's Life Game Piglu and that's OnlyFan trunks. And I, I was selling, they were, they were selling. And people were like, you were calling Orange Piccolo light skin Piccolo, you're hilarious. <laughs> I, was, I, was call, I was calling light skin. They're like, you know, the Orange Piccolo, but it depended on who it was. Though. Right. Obviously, I don't want to fucking, you know, offend no like, little white lady who don't know what I'm talking about, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, you know, oh, light skin Piccolo? Oh, yeah. And we still got them in stock, and people were dying laughing. And then the trunks had a jacket off. Like, Boom, like he was ripping it off. So I was like, yeah, that's only fan trunks. And they were selling because oh, I was saying that. Because I think people just want to, you know what I'm saying, call them that when they get home. Like, yo, that's only fan. Right. Yeah, I got and this like, light-skinned piccolo. Yeah, light-skinned piccolo, only fan trunks combo. I'm crying. Yeah, it was a fantastic experience. To say the least, man. Yeah. I mean, can't wait. Until next Comic Con, it's gonna be a, no, a yeah, whole, sure. whole. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a hole in my life for for a year now at this point. Yeah, um, and it was cool, man. Like all the people that we met, like working um, at Comic Con with us, like it was like mad dope. Even in like meeting people from other uh, companies and other booths who were working yeah. there was cool. Everybody, like we said, it was like a, like a little family there. Especially when they when they seen your badge too. There's like a certain amount of respect that you're instantly going to get when you're walking around. Obviously, there's hundreds of thousands of people or whatever the case, thousands of people at the bare uh, minimum. There, they're walking around, everything's going crazy, and you look down, like, at somebody that's trying to interact with you, and you see, like, oh, they got an exhibitor badge or a crew badge or a member badge, and there's, like, that, oh, yo, like, boop, like, you know what I'm saying? Or if they're, like, wearing a shirt from another company, because there were some regulars who had, like, exhibitor badges, but, like, the, the combination with the shirt and the badge, you knew automatically. Yeah. Working the event, and who wasn't? And we were also there in the morning. Like, even, you know, the guy that you got to, like, scan your uh, ID mm -hmm. out? I was like, towards the end, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he came up to me later on, like, yo. Right. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh. He's like, yeah, this shit came here. I was like, yeah, this is wild, son. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Like, nah, yeah, I, was, I can't. I can't like say those familiar faces yeah. every morning. Like the girl at the at the door right before you walk in every yeah. morning. Like you yeah, know, every yeah. see how she did every day at the same spot. She didn't even ask us anymore. Like, she, that, she started to like remember <laughs> faces. It was like up to that point. Yeah, it's like yeah, just come on in. Like you know, so like it was definitely like a crazy experience. Um, it was cool seeing like kids there and everything too. Like I seen some. um family cosplays which was really cool like a guy walked up to me and he was uh one of the dudes from team rocket 
And then I seen the mom was the girl and the kid was Ash. It was like mad cute. I'm like, yeah. that's, that's really I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, that was our. So, so our booths were uh, booths. Yes. Booths. Yeah. Booths. 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 <laughs> booths. Our booths were uh, fairly close to each other. So we got to see a lot of the same stuff. Too. Yeah, definitely. Which was also cool to have I that. Peter Griffin. I didn't see a Peter Griffin either. The um the dude that I was with, Mike, shout out Mike, he said that by your booth there was the you know, like the the Peter Griffin the be all over the uh TikToks or whatever mm-hmm. like the actual one, the live one was there and he was fire. That's dope. Uh, I met that's... famous people there. Yeah, there was a couple of famous people and there was a lot I heard that the dude who played Daredevil, I forgot his name. Um, the guy that plays Daredevil in the um, Netflix show, that he was at Comic Con dressed up in um, a Daredevil outfit that was blue. Uh, Charlie Cox, that's his name. That he was dressed up in a blue Daredevil a- uh, outfit and was there the entire time. I believe that. Like, I believe that. Somebody told me, like, Yo, I heard celebrities are there, this, that, and I'm like, yo, listen, honestly, if there are celebrities, they got the bread to have fire costumes where they can enjoy Comic-Con, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. not be harassed because they're whoever they are, you know what I'm saying? People probably stop them because they have cool costumes, but, like, that's different. Yeah, you try to see if you can, like, pull up a picture, that'd be fire. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is a, uh, but uh, yeah, he they so yeah, Charlie Cox dressed up as a uh, a blue daredevil, and that uh, shit was fire too. And uh, yeah, he didn't. Um, nobody knew who he was. He walked on the show floor. That's crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy that they can do that, but it's obvious. So you know what I'm saying. But just imagine. Walk in like now you're now you're a regular person with a cool costume, right? You're not even who you are anymore, right? He's not like you're also now you're just blue, blue yo blue blue daredevil. But again, the, the fact that the guy who's basically daredevil was there as daredevil is this, fire, and anybody yeah. who may have gotten like a photo with him, now they know they're like, oh, oh, Lord. stock on that photo just went up. That was one of the coolest parts to me about um, Comic-Con also was when I was there uh, just enjoying it as a guest and not working and I was cosplaying as Roman Reigns and people actually like knew who I was even though like I didn't have no crazy like Roman Reigns outfit like I don't have hair or a beard like Roman Reigns or whatever but I just had on black sweatpants I had one of the bloodline shirts you know the Jordans with the belts and like people automatically knew who I was even having some people like get pictures with me was like fire like I never thought that with that uh cosplay that I had that someone would ask for a picture yeah like you know what I'm saying like I like the way people ask me for pictures I like like two people take photos of me like oh can I take a picture like yeah sure you know I'm walking and people doing the 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 one or you know I had somebody was like oh my tribal chief like <laughs> I was like bro that's mad cool it was an yeah, amazing experience uh, oh I had I had a, a good one with a Barbie that I didn't expect I I, I didn't realize that. I've never seen the movie but I've seen the commercial when they're like hi Barbie you know um. And like she was walking by, and I was like, "Hi, Barbie!" And she turned around with like, "Bro, no time to spare." Hi, Ken. It was like so perfect. I was like, "Oh shit!" They responded. You know what I'm saying? There was also a couple riddlers that I was like, "Riddle me this," and they like came up, gave me a riddle. Like it was so cool. It really was cool. It was, man, and it was, it was, it was some. I'm gonna miss it. Hard work, and yeah, definitely gonna I'm miss gonna it. Yeah, PTSD already. Yeah, like. You know, <laughs> Like va- it's like it's like vacation blues, you know, yeah. you go away and you come back from vacation, you're like, eh, I was just chilling on the beach, drinking margaritas or some shit. Now I'm here, back at work, reality, you know, snap back. Yeah, but um, you know, <laughs> life goes on, and Comic Con comes next year. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be. Awesome. 
Yeah, it was a great. Hopefully, place. maybe we could like do another, another con, another con. Another con yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe we'll check out and see what what tickets are like for Anime NYC. Even though we're not working there, maybe we could at least go for one day. It would be fun. Yeah, so, yeah, we should definitely try to do that. But um, yeah, just the Imposter Syndrome podcast. I think that's the yeah, yeah. We went for a while, like you said. Comic Con. We talk about that. We can talk about that forever. We do have other stuff that we like to talk about, but Comic Con kind of took over today. Yeah, I mean that's it was partially I was... my fault because like, nah, bro. Comic Con has me at a loss for like yeah. the words. You know what I mean? And again, that's a lot much. to think about about how something like that can be so successful among adults. But like, hey, it's just how it is. Like you know, uh, our generation likes to have fun and we enjoy the things that we enjoy um, as children, as adults. And, um, you know, Comic-Con is like the event of the year to express uh, that love for these things. And yeah. um, that's, that's that's what everybody did, man. And sure, New York City Comic-Con showed out. So it was a great time. Yep. And uh, see you there next year. Yeah, we're going to see you next year. This is the Passenger Park Podcast. We got uh, this guy over here, Rich Banks. Yiddy. And, um, yeah, you already know, Quay Jones. Uh, we're going to catch you next week for the next episode make sure y'all comment on the videos let us know if y'all went to comic-con let us know if you enjoyed it let us know what you would like to cosplay as if you did go if you didn't go what would you like to cosplay as maybe next year and um like subscribe we on itunes no it's not called itunes it's called apple Podcasts, right well we on apple Podcasts. Yeah. yeah apple Podcasts and spotify i'm saying watch us on youtube um Yiddy. Yeah. That's it. I'll catch y'all later.